0: go out to Pasadena. Speaking of the game, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line and Chris, I don't think any Michigan game's ever been any bigger than this going into it. It's Saban, it's Harbaugh, it's Michigan, the overall number one seed. Uh, The Wolverines are thinking national championship after three straight Big Ten titles, college football playoff appearances. Man, I cannot wait for kickoff.
1: Yeah, I'm watching them warm up right now, Bill, and we got the mountains of the Arroyo Seco in the background. There's no better setting that I've ever seen in college football. I can't wait to see Washington next year, but I can't imagine it's better than this. And uh, boy, it's a beautiful day out here, and uh, there's some confidence uh, on both sides. I would almost call it cockiness on the Alabama side from the. By Alabama kids that we interviewed so uh, but the line has actually moved in Michigan's favor so it's uh, this is bigger this is like 1998 Rose Bowl right when it was the myth, mythical national championship and they played Washington State but uh, but you're right because you never know when you're going to get back here if JJ McCarthy leaves if a lot of these seniors leave which is probably going to be the case then you know it could be a while and the, the playoffs is going to expand so uh, you got to get us you know take take advantage of the moment Bill and, uh, and these guys seem primed to do that they look like they're in great shape
0: Chris, uh, let's play both sides here. Why do you like Michigan to win tonight, and why could they be in trouble?
1: Yeah, the veterans on this team, these guys, this is what they came back for. And, boy, uh, they've got that look, man. Before the Ohio State game, there have been games in the past where you go into that game and Michigan was hopeful. These guys expected to win that game like they expect to win this one, and they've got athletes to do it. They've got great running backs. They've got J.J. McCarthy, who can be a difference-maker at quarterback. So uh, they've got a better defensive line and more equipped for this kind of a – an offense and a team that, that is this physical, Bill, than uh, than they have in the past. So uh, to me, that bodes well. Uh, the concerns are the offensive line against this Alabama defensive line with two outstanding defensive ends. You saw how they struggled with Chop Robinson at Penn State, and he only finished the year with four sacks. Now you got two of those guys that are even better, that are going to be early draft picks. So um, they're going to have to be able to keep them off the quarterback. And uh, they've got elite corners and an elite safety as well that I think that's a good matchup for them in terms of against Michigan's receivers. So Michigan's got to find a way to move the ball. So Jesse Minner said, you know, defensively, you know, they understand uh, Michigan's defensive coordinator said, you know, they understand this is the biggest and best line they've played all year. This is going to be the most talented football team that they've played all year. There's no question about it.
0: Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us live here on the Huge Show, New Year's Day 2024. Is here. Michigan, Alabama uh, getting ready to kick off soon. Uh, that will be at uh, the Rose Bowl coverage leading up to the game, during the game, after the game at the Wolverine.com. Also follow Chris Ballas, B A L A S, on uh, Twitter. Uh, this team, why are they different uh, than the last two teams that really didn't fare well? Uh, Second half TCU, they played great uh, a year Uh ago. Uh, But where is this team different? For the Michigan fan listening right now, getting set for the house party, or maybe they're going to join me here at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids for the game on the big screen. Uh, Tell everybody why this Michigan team is different and a national championship group potential
1: yeah yeah you know two years ago they were just overmatched we, we didn't go into that georgia game that was uh, a generational team right they those guys had first round picks all over the place and you know bama does too but these guys are younger some of these guys are freshmen they get a true freshman on the defensive line at tackle that they think they can take advantage of even though he's 360 pounds uh, last year i think there was some overconfidence and they thought okay it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to be playing georgia and they came out and they got smoked. Uh, they didn't take it seriously. It was almost like what Nick Saban said, Alabama's coach, about Auburn. He said, you know, we overlooked them a little bit, Auburn, and we were very fortunate to win, and that won't be the case this time around. So I think with the guys that came back and with the experience that they've had being here twice, uh, they aren't walking in here thinking, okay, we're just happy to be here. They're not walking in here thinking they're going to blow somebody out. They're here concentrating on the task at hand, and, and they're healthier. Uh, what Trevor Keegan told me, Michigan's guard senior guard he said this is the healthiest that we've been in probably the time that I've been here for the bowl season so and you can see it Uh, you can see it in their bodies they seem to be ready to go so um, but there are no guarantees Uh, I'm telling you this Alabama team is is talented and yeah they've been in some tight games with some teams that they should have blown out this year but their ceiling is higher Uh, there's no question in my mind but again having been here having michigan having been here i think helps them a lot bill especially guys like jj mccarthy and when you've got a quarterback like that who quarterbacks coach Kirk campbell told me yesterday was as dialed in as you've seen him and is prepared and playing the best football that he's seen from him at michigan that that can give you an advantage
0: uh, michigan pretty healthy I, going into this alabama game today
1: yeah, other than Zach uh, Sinter. In fact, the injury report just came out, and uh, they had a bunch of guys. Drake Nugent at center was playing on a high ankle sprain against Iowa and shouldn't have even been out there, could barely move. So, And you had other guys. J.J. McCarthy wasn't 100%. Now he's 100%. So, But their bodies look good. They all are rested, and they've all said the same thing, that they are, uh, they're feeling better than they have since the first game of the year, and, and that's going to bode well, I think, so.
0: Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Roast Number Coffee Guest Line as the huge show is live on New Year's Day, getting set for Michigan and Alabama. And what a setting there at the Rose Bowl. Uh, the crowd, uh, from what I've read, uh, this will be a pro Michigan crowd that a lot of Alabama fans. Maybe cocky like this team uh, buying tickets up for Houston because obviously it's a drivable game there. What's your anticipation when uh, we see it on the big screen here at Celebration Cinema North and Grand Rapids? How much maize and Blue and uh, how much Roll Tide? yeah a ton of it out there
1: amazing but i'm guessing a 60 40 crowd bill and there are a ton of michigan alums out here in california too when we came here for the to the staples center for the ncaa tournament michigan fans took over that building so i think you're going to see that um michigan's going to be really be represented well here and again just a gorgeous day it was a hard ticket to get uh there's no question about it and we've seen michigan fans everywhere we've been and the the stadium's starting to fill up now so We'll get a better sense of it here in about an hour or so, but uh, lots of amazing blue around the stadium, lots of amazing blue in the parking lot. So um, it'll be it'll be a nice turnout for Michigan fans.
0: Chris, before I let you go, from the Wolverine.com team, what were some of the predictions uh, for Michigan-Alabama?
1: Yeah, all the Alabama guys predicted Alabama, not surprisingly, on our on-three site. Uh, three of us picked uh, Michigan and two of us, Anthony Broom and me, picked Alabama in a tight one. And, uh, mm. you know... It's just, yep, I just uh, I just worry about the Michigan offensive line, and these games are won and lost in the trenches. If Michigan had a, an elite receiver, too, um, you know, I'd feel much better about it. I think that Alabama's going to take the tight ends out of the game here, and it's going to be tough for Michigan to move the ball, but we'll see.
0: You know, Chris, one thing I do appreciate uh, from you in our, you know, over a decade of talking Michigan – football and University of Michigan Athletics on the Hewlett Show across Michigan. You've been honest. You've been honest with your, you always are. On your Twitter, on uh, the Fort, on the Wolverine.com, so's Anthony Broom and so's Clayton and Skeen. I think that's why people respect you. I think that's why you guys are the leading go-to source for hardball Michigan football. Why you have the best sources? Because people trust you and you're honest. You're not just homers.
1: No, we're trying not to be, and, you know, you call them like you see them. But I will say I booked my flight for Houston with 24 hours to uh, to cancel Bill, and I hope to God I'm wrong, man, about this pick, because I would love to see this team in a national championship game. It'd be, it would be great.
0: So, Chris, uh, before I let you go, and we're live on New Year's Day on the huge show across Michigan. If you're in the Grand Rapids area listening on our flagship station 96 the game, you can join me for the big screen, the big sound, the big recliners, uh, food service to your chair here at Celebration Cinema North NGR. Tickets available at com. They're also showing the game at multiple locations uh, throughout Michigan. So, last minute you're saying you know what i'm not going to watch it at home you want to experience a big game on the big screen well the difference is here celebration cinema north ngr and other celebration locations get your tickets and if you want to check it out close to where you are go to celebration there you go chris uh, I, I say yeah. Michigan wins a close one, 21-17. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, uh, you know what? A lot of people are braiding that ballpark. I think. I, I didn't think I didn't think they were
0: going to win at Penn State, Chris, and you 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 didn't think they yeah. were going to win there either. You said that last summer on the show.
1: Uh, yeah, but then, but as the game came closer, I picked Michigan to win twenty-four to seventeen, and won staff picks that week when they won twenty-four to fifteen. So uh, you know, I've lost one game picking against uh, picking Michigan in the last two years. And uh, that was Ohio State on the road last year without Blake Corum, and they surprised a lot of people. So, uh, but you know what? This is going to be a. I think it's going to be a great game, and uh, just uh, grateful to have you guys as friends. You and Fly, I love you guys, and uh, looking forward to our summit, man, in, in the spring. It's going to be here before you know it. You know,
0: you know the one thing uh, before I let you go. And Chris is joining us from the Rose Bowl out in Pasadena, California, on the Huled Show shows. We're live on New Year's Day from Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids, getting ready for our Michigan-Alabama watch party. When I watch what Georgia did, even with all the opt-outs for Florida State, yeah. when I watched yep. how good that offense looked, and I go back to what Alabama did to that offense in the SEC championship game, that there yep. is my biggest fear about this Michigan game.
1: Yep. yep, you and me both. There are athletes out there and Georgia. They, their bodies are different, buddy. They just are. And you'll see it out here today, but it doesn't guarantee anything. you got to play it. and Michigan's experience, I think, is going to uh, – to play well for them in this game, especially in the interior defensive line with Mason Graham and Kenneth Grant. They got to stop Alabama from running the ball. If they can run the ball in this game, then it's going to be a really tough one for Michigan
0: look at Chris Ballas getting set. Uh, uh, and the one thing I wanted to ask you before I let you go I know we got sidetracked what's the best thing about your trip so far you're you know close to five days uh, out in California what's been the best thing uh, somebody you saw somebody you talked to uh, something you ate what, what, what's been the best part before the game of your trip out to California with the Wolverine.com crew
1: well, I can neither confirm nor deny, but uh, there have been reports that Connor Stallions joined us out at Universal Studios watching the Lions uh, a couple nights ago. And Get
0: uh, out of here! Are you serious? <laughs> I said I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, are you kidding? Are <laughs> so, uh, you? Oh my thinking. God! And then Connor Stallions goes, "I got the Cowboys." He goes, "He goes, I got the Cowboys on the money line." He goes, uh, and, they, was, they, and you guys are all sitting there going, they're going to go for two. Connor goes, don't worry. We're taking care of
1: it. <laughs> well, the best part was being there with my boys, Clayton and Anthony, too. With You know, we're there, and Isaiah Hole uh, from Wolverine's Wire. Hold and on. So,
0: Connor Stallions. Connor <laughs> Stallions is out at the game?
1: Uh, he is out here, yep, and, um, and you know, it was, uh, it was <laughs> Did you ask you him, are you,
0: you have to be honest with me, did you ask him if he was on the sidelines at the CMU Michigan State game?
1: Uh, I've already known the answer to that question, so I didn't have to ask anything. So, what is the uh,
0: answer to that question then?
1: And the the, the answer is undetermined, uh, you know? So we'll, we'll see what the, the NCAA answer is. The answer is undetermined.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You, you, I'm not asking you who you're taking the prom at Grand Rapids <laughs> Northview. I'm not, hey, I'm no snitch. How's that, oh, you know? <laughs> so, okay. So, tell me, talking, okay. All right, all right, if Connor Stallions was with you at Universal Studios watching the Lions game, tell me he had the same glasses on he had on the sidelines that <laughs> light up.
1: <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny he was there. But if he had glasses on on the sidelines, if he were down there, oh uh, I don't think they would have had a camera in them. I think that would have it been. It must um, have been. You
0: um, know what? If if he was there, for the sake of yes. hypothetically speaking with Chris Ballas from com, if he was there, it was probably pretty cool to have him look at the Cowboy signs and say, I know all of them. Here
1: they go. Here's what they're running. Yeah. Here's so, what they're running. Phil, they go I'm right he, there
0: with you. He goes, I'm he goes. The Lions oh, man. Oh, they, they got screwed. You know, here's, oh. here's what I'll say, Chris, and I'll, I'll let you go in a minute, is that how'd those officials not huddle up on a play that big which is yep. really the end of the game unless there was a you know miracle by the cowboys at the end okay yep. but how do you not huddle up and say okay guys you threw the uh illegal touch which people are asking what is illegal touch when the lineman doesn't report you can't throw the ball they can't touch it you can't pass it to them they can't you know unless no. it's a fumble they can't do anything right. so the, the question is uh how they not huddle up and say did we get this right because
1: I don't think they wanted to. Uh, I got to be honest, man. I, I, it's, a, it's a crooked. Uh, professional sports are crooked. Uh, I saw the expression on the the referee's face when he walked away from Dan Campbell, almost like he was proud of himself, and it pissed me off as, my, as a fan, you know. And uh, yeah, uh, nobody wants to question the integrity of officials, but that's the second time down there now that something completely bonkers has happened, and it cer- certainly makes you wonder. And I'm not no no, serious.
0: you know, and it's going to make you wonder. Okay, one, one thing I'll yeah. say about Connor Stallions, he's not connected to gambling, it's about <laughs> a led sign stealing, okay? But uh, away from that, with all the gambling, now legal, yes. in all these states, if you're not going to tell me and and we've had a baseball coach in Alabama get uh, thrown out for uh, gambling on his own team, where he could manipulate yep. putting pitchers in. Okay, all right. If you're going to tell me that with all these officials who are part-time employees, nobody's full-time. Nobody yep. nobody's full-time anywhere. Uh, any officials that there aren't guys who are who are dirty. You're crazy. Look at yep. you can look at sports today. There are more weird endings, situations, halves quarters, games, you know, about the only sport that I, I'm i being honest here, college mm-hmm. basketball, the pros, you know, I'll watch two NBA teams decide they're going to score five points in nine minutes. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know right. what? No. And, and oh, wait a minute. The game went under, right? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm telling you now. now, you know, the pros, the players, they're making so much money. I don't see them wanting to cheat, but then you look at, you know what what has happened uh, but uh, the officials these are the guys that he didn't want to hear it he just waved it off Dan Campbell was right. talking to him skipper's going nuts he just waved it off he didn't want to yeah, talk and, they, and, they and by the way do you, the game. do you know you know Alan, that lead official was suspended at one time for poor performance in college football yet somehow he got an NFL job
1: yeah, makes you wonder. And he's been crappy all year, and has been.
0: Oh, like end 24. of the end of the end of the Chiefs game at Green Bay, right? And that just. Yeah. They must, uh, it, yeah they must think about this: if you're an ball. official and you have someone you know, and there becomes a play where you know you you, you are putting money down, and don't tell me this holier than thou thing, because the right yeah. thing to do at the end of that game on Saturday night, would have been for all the officials to huddle up, right?
1: Yeah. Yep, all exactly. the officials
0: huddle up, and they say, okay, uh, yeah, he came to me, and he, uh, yeah, Decker did, but also Skipper came to me, and but he's lined up guys, so who was the, and then they say, well, he was covered. No, he wasn't. The wide receiver was a step oh. back on the left side. Right.
1: So and he, he, he that, wasn't covered. And it,
0: they they no, just and got screwed. The Lions got screwed, started, and Skipper was on the interior line, so they would have
1: known the second that he lined up that that they made a mistake. So you got to be they got to be thinking to themselves, okay, boy, I must have screwed this up. The guy didn't want to hear it, and he didn't even want to listen to Decker when he walked over there. He walked away so quickly. I know. It so
0: fickly, and I know. It makes
1: you wonder it really I makes you wonder, though.
0: And you know yep. what? When you look at that play call, and you look at how they they were they were fooling them by uh, splitting a soul out to make it look like the play was going to him right
1: right Yep. Exactly. i mean it
0: was such so, a good play call but the one thing well. i will say the one thing i will say and i said it the start of the show in my opening huge opinion chris that the intensity of that ending on the road mm-hmm. yep. the intensity of the lions start to finish they it felt like a playoff game it did it did.
1: And they did not play great, and they still should have won the game, and that's what gives me hope in the playoffs. Well, you know that's how that's how they that's how they
0: that's how they they beat Kansas City too. Let's be honest. Yeah, and I I'm on board. Yeah, and I I still I said this, Chris, that his I think his thought process is they want to rest guys against Minnesota, and he didn't want to go all out because San Francisco plays the late game. So they want yep. no. You see where I'm coming from here? That yep, I do. That I think he's looking at a week of rest for a lot of his guys to get ready for a home playoff game. Yep. And I know some will say well you would have got the bye if you got the 1 seed. Now that's still yep. there's still or even the 2 seed, you know, you're <laughs> cuz here here's your dilemma that Cowboys or Eagles are going to be a wild card team. Yeah. And Matt Stafford, with the way they held on against the Giants, Seattle's in trouble. Green Bay's could be the—I mean, there's there's still some work to do, but the Rams are in the playoffs. And can you imagine if Stafford comes to Detroit? Oh my God!
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hope he throws some picks, and I'll root, I'll root against him.
0: I'll say that. Oh, yeah. I, I was telling—I was telling some dudes last night at the Soaring Eagle. 80s rewind, New Year's Eve. I said, "He goes, well, I'm, I'm still gonna root for staff." I go, man, it, it, uh-huh. no, no. Nope. It, it's, you know why though? I've watched people do this with Justin Verlander, but it wasn't Verlander yeah. taking World Series away from the tigers he was winning world series like beating you know uh dodgers or something right this is different here if you if if stafford is in that building as the qb for the rams in a playoff game and people are cheering for him turn in your season tickets turn in your lions gear (laughs) and do not listen to the huge show ever again (laughs)
1: there you go and i was glad he won the super bowl like i said but besides that besides that
0: i'm over the stafford stuff
1: Exactly, 100%. You and me both,
0: great. All right, Chris, stay out of trouble. You guys not having to fly back out until Wednesday. That's pretty (laughs) dangerous, win or lose tonight for Michigan,
1: okay? And then maybe to Houston on Friday. But Happy New Year, guys. I really appreciate you.